Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Phil Reed podcast. I uh, hope you're all doing well. Thank you for viewing, listening, however you're um, spectating this podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Today, I have a new guest, uh, a very interesting guy. I don't know much about this guy. I know what he does, but I'm going to ask him some questions to find out. But for, for starters, Zach, please, can you give a little intro to yourself? That would be amazing. Sounds good. Um, so I'm Zach Isaacs. I'm 20 years old. Um, I currently work at Google um, and also at the same time own my own social and content agency. Currently working at Google, leading all of our influencer and talent work, um, as well as some of our family safety work. Um, Started straight in from school, so Mm. never went to university, but don't want to give too much away, but we'll, uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into it. Sounds good. But from what I know, do know about you, you didn't go through the traditional, you know, graduate, go to uni, get on a grad scheme. Tell us about your your journey. That is interesting to know. No, completely. So, I mean, I could start when I was a bit younger. So I've always kind of been just a bit of a grafter. So a little bit, I don't know, when I was like eight years old, I was always looking to say, how can I make money? What can I do to kind of graft? Um, so I set up like when even when I was like eight, I set up a little club that with my mum, dad, family members, where they have to pay like a fiver to get in, mm. and they get like a little membership card, and it was just all these little small graft things from when I was younger. Um, I then went to school. Um, I studied. Well, obviously you do GCSEs, but I chose some of the GCSEs I wanted to do. So I tried computer science because I thought I'm really techy, love tech, computers. So I did it. Absolutely hated it. Nice. Um, I was meant to do a twenty-hour exam unlike how to code, not knowing oh, how to code. So that was a uh, that was an interesting one. So I did computer science, didn't really work out, but I love like the graphics design side of things. So I was like, all right, we'll see where this goes. So I studied graphics as well mm. for GCSE. I yeah. loved that, loved that side of things. But at the same time, I was always like, I've got, I'm building up these great skills. So I taught myself Photoshop, Illustrator, all of these little like basic soft skills um, and really just tried to see how can I apply them and make money. Mm. Um, so from there I started to do like basic like logos and like for like some like small events stuff I think my brother had a birthday party so mum wanted me to design an invitation so it all kind of started from there and then her friends were like oh well why don't you do me a logo and I was like okay fine and I was like well I've got to get a bit of cash out of this so from there then ended up just doing more and more and then I had like brands approaching me saying hey let's Mm. let's design a logo like, I want to do this. And, and then turn into, like, social media posts. And that's kind of where it kind of got to, like, a lot of my freelance work. Yeah. But, like I said, I won't go to because I know we've got more to come. But then it was just kind of, yeah, grafting from and just t- teaching myself all these different skills to kind of learn and graft while I was at school. So do you think um, the fact that you did all this from a young age, you know, you had that uh, driven mindset and effectively, effectively had your own business. Do you think that's the reason why you got a job at Google at such a young age? Good question. I think getting a job at Google was always really like, it wasn't easy. It mm. was really tough. I think the big thing for me is everyone goes through the same traditional route of going to university, getting a degree. And for me, it was what else can you bring to the table? Mm. Um, I think when I was at school in sick form, I was doing, as I say, a lot of freelance work. Um, one of my clients was Selfridges at the time, did like social content for them while wow. I was like 18. Um, for some of their sustainability campaigns and it was really cool that I could actually create all of this content at such a young age and actually making money and see and working and grafting and it was how can I kind of if I'm doing this now at 18 it's like if I'm 20 then what can I be doing and I think it's like that potential of you never know where where it can go so as I say I was I was doing this freelance work 
And when I applied to Google, obviously I was nine, 18 at the time, 18 years mm. old, with really, I've got my GCSEs, haven't even got my A-levels yet. Yeah. So it's like, what can I bring to the table? So I applied at the time for a digital marketing apprenticeship, mm. um, which was for me, the alternative route to university. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of these skills, as I say, helped get me to and put forward for this application because if everyone else has got stuff in the application, what sets you apart from everybody else? Yeah. I think that was always what I was thinking. So it's how can I, yeah, how can I set myself apart from everybody else and putting forward the work that I've been doing from a young age? It's crazy. It's honestly crazy because I used to look, when I was at uni, I used to look at Google as like a top tier, I guess, graduate job. The graduate scheme at Google is, is amazing. I'm sure the apprenticeship is just the same. So I always looked at Google and just thought it was this like, mysterious kind of like place that only the best of the best would work at so credit to you <laughs> first of all but because you didn't go on the grad scheme and you did the apprenticeship and now you have a full-time job you must be one of the youngest people right in google yeah i mean there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of experience and you're really are as you say like i'm work with the best of the best people there are um mm. in the industry there's so much to learn from from the people around me yeah um, just from anyone like in from like a software engineer to people within marketing from there's a wide range of people at yeah. Google and there's so much to learn it is an amazing place to work mm -hmm. I absolutely love it but it was it was a hard graph to get there for sure not easy not easy. I can't I can't I can't imagine it was easy because I know isn't the interview process like there's a lot of different stages the apprenticeship itself um, for those that don't know what an apprenticeship is it's basically an on the job um, it's a it's an opportunity to get a qualification while also working at the same time mm. so 80% of my time was actually spent working in a team at Google or at any company um, it spent 80% of your time and then 20% of your time is actually training up doing and building for a qualification mm. so and then what they are ideally it's for you to then apply that knowledge from your 20 percent from your qualification in your in your job yeah. and vice versa so the interview process was pretty tough i think the process itself was um i went through a apprenticeship agency called multiverse mm. which was formerly called white hat now called multiverse now actually an apprenticeship agency that specializes in apprenticeships across the board so they do everything from digital marketing apprenticeships software engineer apprenticeships and yeah, I mean, it's they're absolutely brilliant. They help support you from the beginning to end of your process, as well as that 20% of the training that I mentioned, yeah. they actually help facilitate that as well, okay. which is really cool. So they, they loads of companies. So you've got Sky, BT, um, Unilever, mm. and Google was on there as an option. So I thought this is brilliant. I'm definitely gonna apply for Google. This yeah. would be, this would be amazing. So I applied, um, I had to then had like a spontaneous interview on the phone, which was really weird. Mm. So I was out for lunch um, with my auntie and then I just got a call and they were like, hi, um, this is White Hat Multiverse. We've got some questions for you. So I was like, okay. They were like, so can you explain to me what SEO stands for? And I'm like, like on the spot, like, out yeah. of nowhere. Cause they want to see if you really know what you're on about. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, search engine optimization. And mm. they were like, okay, so can you explain to me about Google ads? What do Google ads do? Mm paid media and all of these kind of like questions luckily i kind of knew yeah. what i was talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. um so i passed through that interview which was really weird and then i actually went into multiverse they give you a bit of like a okay so that was kind of like your first stage they go in there they make sure you're kind of right fit because what they do is they put you for they put me forward to google yeah and so they're it's kind of like a recruitment agency pretty much mm. so they put me forward to google i then had to do a, an assignment um and then had three interviews wow. which were around um one was around like your leadership skills, one about how you might be suited into the best suited into the company, 
um, and then was around like role related knowledge. So how much do you know about digital marketing? Yeah, and also like you get questions like why Google, etc. Yeah. So, and at this point, you were how old? I was eighteen, and you had like a well four stage interview process, maybe more. That's that. I don't think I've ever had more than two interviews for a job, <laughs> which is crazy. And you were eighteen at the time. Yeah, I mean it was serious prep. I mean I literally had sheets and sheets yeah. of notes, and it's also very difficult because. The school that I was at were really supportive of obviously me doing an apprenticeship, but it wasn't always a traditional route. So mm. at the time, this is me. Yeah, you need, must fill out your UCAS application. You must put everything through. And for me, I was like, but I just don't think it's me. Oh, I wish I knew that, dude. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd, I would go back and not go to uni and do exactly what you did. 100%. That would, be my that would be my advice to, to anybody that questions uni. Look at the options. It's either like start your own business if you can and you know what you want or apprenticeship. 100%. I think the apprenticeships is always like when I first started apprenticeships was sometimes you had like apprenticeships in plumbing in beauty but they weren't so like publicly known yeah. and over these last few years I think it's around like do you need to be getting into this debt but also do you need to build the skill set you want to build and to go into the industry you want to go into yeah. are there alternative routes some people are best reading from a book absorbing information but for me I was a practical person mm. even from the age of eight when I'm making business cards and selling stuff to my parents to to then designing freelance work and working with big clients at like, mm. while I was literally at school, like there were sometimes I had my business coursework open and then on the other tab, I had like Photoshop and Illustrator designing yeah. logos for brands. Yeah. Like one of the brands I now are in my high street and I can still drive past and see that logo mm. on there. And it's brilliant. But for me, I was practical. Yeah. It's just not for everybody. Yeah. Now tell me, I'm fascinated to know this. On your first day at Google, what was on your desk? Well, I joined during COVID, so... Ah, <laughs> you so, were supposed to... Okay, give me... What, what is the, the process? What is the tradition then? For new, tradition for, is this, like, hat. Yes. It's this new hat. I should have bought it with. You should have brought it. I should have bought it with. I actually should have. I have it at home. It's the hat with, like, the spinny thing from the internship. So you still get it? You do still get I it. It did it. take me a while. I do have it. And that I was kind of one it. of those moments. It's like, okay, you know you work for Google. That's so cool. It was, because I did. I watched the movie The Internship, mm. and... It's funny because like there are some things now, nuances, and you're like, oh, okay, that is actually like you get the jokes a little bit more yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you do actually work there. But like I say, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant place to work, and it's somewhere that's constantly innovating. It's a mm. place that that's brilliant yeah. um, and really helps support young careers. Yeah. And I think being only 20 years old and being able to work at Google and get the experience I get, like I don't know where else I would be able to do this. And yeah, it's true. It's yeah, it's been, it's been a ride. But I absolutely, I absolutely love it. So like quite high level then, what is it that you do at the moment at Google? Sure. So I'm currently in a program called the Associate Product Marketing Manager Program. It's a global rotational program. Yeah. So I'll be able to potentially travel anywhere in the world within my doing a marketing role. Mm. Um, but my specific team, I work in our brand and reputation team. Mm -hmm. So basically we manage everything from from a brand, so everything that happens within the UK for Google, as well as our reputation side, so how we seen um, within the UK. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much yeah within our within the uh, within the team. Very good. Now you mentioned that you also have your own business on the side. Yeah. I can't imagine that working at Google is very easy, and I can imagine it will take a lot of your time. Yeah. So how the hell do you manage a full-time job and a business? <laughs> I'm still asking myself the same question. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I for me, I love Google and Google's great. But for me, there are some things that I just don't get to tap into at Google. Okay. And I love seeing things and taking a step back. Google's a huge company mm. and you create impact on big scale. But sometimes it's really, really great and rewarding to actually work with a business and actually see the impact you're making. Yeah. So my agency is called Isaac Creative. Um, and we're a paid media and content agency. So basically working with e-commerce clients mm. um, so we can help using paid media. And so if that's Facebook ads, Instagram ads, TikTok ads, um, and how can we use and support e-commerce businesses by putting ad spend behind them, targeting the right audiences and actually pushing out content to yeah. the right audiences to actually get them to convert. And this was really like, for me, both the creative and analytical side put together in it's how can we, how can creative um, really impact the way in which ads are seen in the in the in the space. And for me, I've obviously got working at Google. I work with a lot of agencies, see how they work, and and really taking best practices and seeing how can I apply that to my own agency, and mm. get really hands on because I love I love the graft. It's very very hard to balance both. Um, it's evenings and weekends. Yeah. Literally, I come home from work, see my girlfriend, and then it's like right laptop out yeah. or it's like we're sitting watching a movie my laptop will be out but yeah, i love yeah, it like yeah, yeah. to me I, I find it like it's it's not it's not a chore yeah. i absolutely love the graft and i love working on both things because they're so different mm. but also the impact as i said you see from working with small businesses and being able to just give them a 10 times roas yeah on an ad campaign that they've pushed out or them to so for like every pound you make so every pound they put in you get 10 out so mm. It's been brilliant to actually see that and see the impact that you can make. But it's, it's, I think the big question is what makes my agency as well stand out from everyone else? You've got yeah. a really saturated market mm. of people that are setting up agencies. So my agency itself is a three, I class as a 360 agency. So we both do all the content side, which is creating the content for brands. So yeah. if that's creating um, and bringing, bringing videographers, photographers on shoot, mm. is how can we bring them on? But at the same time, but thinking, how can we create that content with strategy in mind? Yeah. So actually creating content, knowing we're going to spend a big Black Friday campaign. Yeah. Um, we're targeting X audience. So we can actually create content that's targeting that audience. Mm. Whereas traditionally you would have gone to a creative agency to do your creative and you would have gone to an ad agency to do your ads. Yeah. So it's just something really unique where it's a one-stop shop really for everything, but bringing in the best people we can. So you're currently at Google. Yeah. About halfway through the the full apprenticeship? The full, um, so I finished the apprenticeship. I'm now in the... You did that? The full... Was it 15 months? So it was 15 months apprenticeship. Uh, I completed the apprenticeship um, and then now actually... Now you've got your full-time. Now applied for a full-time job at and, Google. And you've got it. It's in the... And I now have the... Product marketing. Product mar Associate product marketing manager. That's amazing. Okay, so looking into the future then, is Google is Google your life? Are you going to move on? What about your Isaac creative agency? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Totally. I think... For me, I, I love Google, um, but I do would love to run my own agency and have Google be my client, hey. which would be the aim. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's really just at the moment being a sponge, getting an absorbing networking and meeting as many people as possible to really just gain as much experience as I can. Because yeah. when I do decide to, to go and set up my agency full time, mm. taking those connections and that knowledge with me is going to be just invaluable. And I yeah. think it's yeah, that yeah. that's going to make me hopefully fingers crossed have an amazing six eight figure agency in yeah. the future yeah i think not that you need advice but like staying at google for a little bit is, is I, I don't know i just think it's too good to want to leave like it just do you know what google is very interesting for me 
So I was on a grad scheme for a year. I went to the Google office. Is it near King's Cross Station? Yeah. I went to that office and met some people in there for something. And I was just like, wow. I was blown away. I think I was 21 years old at the time. And I couldn't believe that this was the place that some people worked at. I couldn't believe that you had the free food and drinks, you know, (laughs) and and everyone was like super casual. I just, it blew my mind. So I went back to my office that day, which was like average, like proper average, no offense to people (laughs) back there. But I was just like, I've got to do better for myself. So for me, Google was a really like pivotal moment, just seeing the office. So can you talk about office life, what it's like to work there being so young? Can you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, I think Google is an amazing place to work. The culture is brilliant. Um, it's really around the culture and they've, the big key where they would talk about is Googliness. So yeah, it's around yeah. like how your people, everyone is really friendly. Everyone's always up for helping yeah. um, and networking and helping and sitting down, having a coffee chat. Yeah. And I think that's what's brilliant about the company is just that overall it's it's a really great place to work. Mm. Um, we do get, as everyone knows, we do get the free food, free drinks and yep. stuff like that, which is brilliant. Yeah. Can't lie. Yeah. Um, definitely eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I eat my way around the office. Good. Um, but I think the big thing is, it's a very, as you say, very chilled, um, chilled vibe, mm. which I think is, it's a big kind of like reflection of how the company is. Yeah. It's just a very chill, but it's a fast paced tech company. Yeah. And that's the thing that I learned pretty quickly when I was there. Yes, it looks super chill and casual, and it is. Uh, but also, I was like, wow, these people work hard. Like, long hours. It's hard work. Really hard working, which is like, you know, fair play. You're at Google. You're at one of the biggest companies in the world. So, kind of expected, right? Um, Completely. But yeah. But you're enjoying it. Everything's good. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Like, I can't. I've got the most amazing supportive team. Um, I'm working on the most amazing projects. Yeah. So, I really, like... I can't complain. Okay. Um, but I just love having my agency on the side to be able to kind of really tap into my creative side. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually really create like strong impact with people, but also working at Google and just being a sponge and getting as much. At the end of the day, I've got the most amazing people around yeah. me and amazing resource. So why not make the most kinda, of it? Kind of jealous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I am actually really jealous. I wish I could have done what you do now. But can you tell me, like, I hear Googliness. What is it? What What is Googliness? Tell me, tell me, what is a Googly person? <laughs> it's someone that's always got a smile on their face, someone that's always willing to help out. It's someone that's got drive, ambition. It's really cool. And I bet you can see within every employee in the business, you're like, yeah, I get, I get why you work here. Oh, a hundred percent. There are some amazing people. And there's like some people which are just like, in awe because it's just you just get to be around the most amazing people that are just so talented yeah so it's literally all you want to do is sit there and have chats with them and mm. it's just an amazing and welcoming place to be yeah. especially someone who's so young in their career yeah it's like no i haven't felt like i've really got that i mean at first that imposter syndrome yeah 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 like whoa okay yeah. i'm here yeah. like walking in and seeing that like as you say that king's cross office and it's like well yeah i'm a little guy in a big pond um but it's just they believe that everyone can make an impact and everyone's got something to bring to the table and i kind of give that fresh gen z fresh perspective um which is just sometimes different it's just got i think people embrace it and that's what i love is that people actually embrace the fact that i'm young but i've got that knowledge so unique though in in a corporate world embracing the younger mentality the gen z or even millennial mindset not a lot of companies want to adopt that way of thinking. But the fact that you say Google 
do quite like your fresh outlook on things, that's amazing. 100%. It's they want to utilize it because at the end of the day, this is where the future is going on and our generation is yeah. is the future. So it's for them to have talent and people like not just myself, but loads of people that are now that are in apprenticeship programs or have graduated that are Gen Z. Yeah, it's yeah. it's how can how can they tap into the talent and, and insight and yeah. and get fresh fresh views. So sounds amazing. But working at Google so young, there must have been some things that were maybe a bit of a challenge to begin with. Like, were there some things that were maybe difficult for you being a, a young guy in a big pond, like you say? Yeah, being a young person in a big pond is tough. It's, there's a lot of expectations. Mm. There's a lot that you need to live up to. Um, I think the biggest challenge for me was not just, I felt like I needed to know everything now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I think not everyone does know everything now. Yeah, because you're 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 working with people that have been at Google for twenty years probably, and you're like, I've been here like six months, but I want to know like. There's just it's such a big place, and to navigate Google is mm. is really hard. Yeah. So, I think it's really really challenging. Mm. But what I would say is that, yeah, I had that imposter syndrome yeah. of I'm a big I'm a <laughs> I'm a small guy in a big pond. I'm very young. Yeah. I'm around people that have years of industry experience and are experts in their area. So it's mm. how can I, like, what can I bring to the table? Yeah. But I think over time, I've really found that angle of that Gen Z fresh perspective. I've grown up on social. I've yeah. grown up working with social and influencers. And they've really lent into that and mm. really leaning into my skill set. And I think that's, that's what's brilliant. Love it. Hopefully there's a lot of people watching and listening to this and probably some youngsters listening to you and thinking, wow, I'd love to be in your position. Is there any advice that you would give to these people to help them get a job at Google? And if not Google, you know, somewhere that's maybe as good. Yeah, I think don't fixate on the Google. I think the big thing here is the opportunity to get into a corporate world at such a young age. And my biggest advice is just go for it. Mm -hmm. I think I was told no. I had teachers that said to me, well, maybe you should just put in that UCAS application just to be safe. Mm. I had people that said, oh, well, you know, if you don't get it, then university is an option. Or I had people that were like, I think the big thing is just go for it. Mm. Like you have nothing to lose. Put in, by all means, put in your UCAS application, but consider those alternative routes. Yeah. And also my big thing is, what's going to make you stand out from everybody else? What is that for Google? I think it's, I think there's no one set thing. Yeah. I think it's the big thing of what's just going to make you stand out. What makes you unique? Mm. And why is any big company going to come to you um, and choose your CV over somebody else's? At the end mm. of the day, not everyone can stand there and sit and present themselves in front of someone you're going to be on a piece of paper. Mm, mm. So what's your piece of paper going to make you stand out from every other piece of paper in that pile? It's hard. And it's hard, and especially at a young age. But my biggest advice would be work experience. Mm. Go out, do it. Yeah. I was really, really fortunate enough to get work experience at Facebook. Really? Um, beforehand. Wow. Um, and this is a bit around how I actually found out about the apprenticeship program. Yeah. So I tell a little, just a really short story is that I was going through a charity. Uh, I was sitting at school. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the school dining hall and there was this organization that came in. They were called Ort UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, okay, here we go. And I saw on the screen, there was a little sponsor that was Facebook. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to like, I'll speak to the woman after. Let's see, let's see what we can do. So she said, here's my email, email me. So I was like, great. So I emailed her saying, I really love a mentor because it's a mentor, yeah, mentor yeah. program. I really love a mentor in digital marketing mm -hmm. and especially Facebook. So she was like, great, no problem. Let me see what I can do. She ended up being able to come back with, at the time, someone very senior at Facebook. Wow. Um, his name is Andy. 
And so I went into Facebook and he showed me around Facebook. He worked in digital marketing at the time, showed me around Facebook and actually introduced me to two apprentices. Mm. Um, and those two apprentices sat down with me, explained to me around like multiverse, white hat, what it was all about. And that was like a big pivotal moment for me because I hadn't seen, had exposure to what apprenticeships were. Mm. I'm sitting here in Facebook offices with the most senior guy and two amazing apprentices that obviously made it here. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this yeah. is where I want to be. Yeah. Good little story as well is Andy now, uh, we kept in touch. Mm. Um, over, while I was going through my apprenticeship, he helped me with applications. While I was in my apprenticeship, he gave me some advice on best ways to navigate, to secure a role full time. And as I got into Google and secured my new role, we went out for a drink. Mm. And he goes, well, I'm not sure what I'm doing next. And I said, well, funny enough, there's actually a role that's just come out in my team at Google. He was like, okay. And I was like, well, it's like a social role. And he was like, all right, send me the details. Mm. I sent him the details and he applied. Right. Um, and he went through the process. I was like, Andy, go on. And, and he goes, yeah, I've got the job. Never. So now Andy sits behind me. No way. In my team at Google. So we That's now nice. literally like, it just shows that like mentorship is like so two way. And the fact yeah. that like, there's so much I learned from him around, like he taught me Facebook ads. That is like the core of my business. Yeah. So for me to sit there and watch him run ads in Facebook to now actually wow. being able to sit behind him and him and we, we go out and it's, it's amazing. Like, I think that was, yeah, that's one really cool. That's ridiculous. Cool that's, that is two way mentorship, right? Surely. Obviously you benefit, yeah. but he, he's obviously now benefit. That's ridiculous. That's so cool. That, Cause he, if you were not at Google, he would not have probably seen that job. He, no. probably, we wouldn't, he wouldn't be working that. No. You've, you've changed a man's life. You've changed but his- But at the same time, I'd say he's definitely done the same back because- 100%, yeah, yeah. Like, though the fact that he taught me Facebook ads, he introduced me to apprentices. I would never yeah. have even known about apprenticeships. So I think yeah. a big thing for me is like awareness around apprenticeships, awareness of the fact that you can do stuff at a young age. Yeah, that's it. Like there's nothing stopping you. Go and get work experience. Go and do some courses online. You've got your Google Ads course. You've got Facebook Blueprint. You've mm. got your Digital Garage courses. Google Digital Garage courses are brilliant. That's exactly what I've done. Yeah. Um, YouTube. I wouldn't know Photoshop and Illustrator if it wasn't for YouTube. Yeah, same. So it's like being able to edit videos, photos, understand like how Illustrator, Photoshop works. Mm. Like there's nothing stopping you. And that's what the beauty of the fact that we have. Yeah youtube the internet and so many opportunities so you just got to make the most of it and graft and these yeah. are the things that employers are looking for that will it's set true. you apart it's true it's interesting that you talk about awareness i still don't think apprenticeships like the one you did i don't think they're talked about enough i don't think enough people know about them especially you know 16 17 18 year olds especially like when i was at school there was one option it was apply to university it was get good a levels so that your ucas points are high enough <laughs> apply for five unis I, that was all i was told the yeah. only option was the uni i chose to apply for that was it and i'm looking back now like if only i had a mentor if there was more awareness if other things were talked about and it's such a shame like it's such a shame but yeah maybe something you could you could do some charity work and raise awareness for a hundred percent and i want to then think that's why i've come on here and and do what i share on linkedin and i do i'm sharing a lot about my journey and my story on linkedin because I want to inspire the next generation of people to say, if you are a creative, if you're not, if you're someone who, who's hands-on, it's, it's not just one route yeah. and you can do it. And there are companies that are looking out there, like 
Google is an amazing company, but it's not the only place. Like they're one of the most amazing creative agencies that can help build you up. Mm. That will that would want to tap into young talent because that is the next generation. And especially within the marketing industry, they want people that are Gen Z working on their campaigns because that is some businesses' target audiences. Yeah. So it's it's you are the target audience. So get involved and, and help them out and give your fresh perspective. That's amazing. Honestly, you're 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 actually such a good example for people younger than yourself. And it, actually saying that, like even people older than you, because there will be so many people that work just a nine to five job that they might not like that much. And actually what you're saying now might be enough for them to want to change jobs and actually look at alternative options. Completely. And I'm not, when I say apprenticeships, apprenticeships are not just something that people do because they come out of school. This is something that people do because they want a change in career. They've mm. gone to university and thought this isn't for me. Yeah. So it really is like apprenticeships are a brilliant way to make sure that you're not, you don't have to go back and get another degree and start from the beginning. There are other ways to get into industry and get experience. And I think the big thing as well is like qualifications are not everything. Mm. People want to know if you've gone and worked in investment banking. I know someone that worked in investment banking and then was like, this really isn't for me. I want to change industry. Mm. You've just got that wealth of experience that you can bring to the table of working in a big corporate bank to now working in a creative agency or a big corporate tech company. It's like, this is experience because you haven't got a signed degree paper Mm. saying this is it's because you don't have that doesn't mean you can't go ahead get an amazing job and build a career and i think that's the big that's really the big message what do your family think about everything you've achieved at such a young age (laughs) i know dad will be watching this i gotta be careful um i think they're really really proud i mean when i i remember having a conversation with mum and dad if i want to go down the apprenticeship route and they were a bit like Okay, because mm. like my cousins went to university, are really, really are doing really well for themselves. My dad studied biochemistry, wow. so went down a completely like different mm. route. And it was just like okay, but they were always really supportive, and I think it's because I explained. Yeah, like I took them. I actually took dad along to uh, Multiverse, so the actually the apprenticeship yeah, 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 company. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I took him along for the like they had an open day, and he was he was like okay I'll come. So we did, and we went. And I think he got it. And I think it's just, it's it's telling and being aware. It's the awareness piece mm. of actually letting dad know that this is an alternative route. And he was always so supportive because he knew from a young age that was always me. I was always a creative. And he kind of got it. And yeah. he was like, actually, I see this. But he was always very supportive of no matter what I wanted to do, mm. they would be and always back me. Mm. And I think that's just been a real testament to, yeah. to my success. I, no, I love that they're supportive because in many cases parents unfortunately just aren't supportive if it's not what they do or did and what they know and you know the standard path it's like you know yeah even my mum for example like hated it when I quit my job in Barclays I hated it because she didn't know what that meant for me moving forward you know all that kind of stuff but um do you do you work so hard and do you do everything you do for your family for your parents like are you doing things to make them proud like why do you work so hard it's a good question um i work hard because i've always since i was young ingrained in me seeing how my dad what my dad's like what my mum are like in terms of motivation and, and their work ethic looking at other family members looking at kind of just aspirations of different people that i follow yeah it's i don't know i just always want to make something of myself i've never been someone to sit back and yeah. just i'm just can't help it i'm a bit of a workaholic i yeah. can't lie i'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. that's work-life balance yeah, yeah. but like for me, I just always wanted to do something to, yeah, to make my parents proud, but also 
build something for myself and being able to support myself and hopefully future family, future kids and just build and have like a legacy to live on yeah, yeah. longer. If I can help support my family and clear everyone's mortgages, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. And I'm sure build a brilliant yeah. life and have a private jet. That's the aim. But at the same time, that's the long-term goal. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it's just having just having success and being able to to do things. Like I don't want to have to worry about student debt yeah. and have to worry and lean on people for my, for me, I want to be independent. It's the independent side of things mm. is, I think really the answer to your question is, I want to be independent. I want to go and have my own flat, be able to go out and buy myself this and buy myself a nice pair of trainers and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not have to worry about that. But also knowing that I look at those pair of trainers or that new car I got, it's because I worked hard for that. Yeah. And I think there's a real big difference then yeah. stuff isn't always handed on a plate and you've got to go and graph for it. And mum and dad were always really good at like, I don't know when they sport me, but they always really taught the foundations of, you've got to go out and go get this for yourself. Yeah. You mentioned workaholic. You strike me as the kind of guy that will achieve something and be like, cool, I got it. And then you'll instantly be looking at the next yeah. thing. So yeah, like, pretty much. Do you think there's going to be a point where you're like, I've worked so hard, but actually I've not had the time and the chance to really enjoy it? I mean, yes, there are, to answer your question, yeah, there are definitely times where it's like, I need to stand back and just reflect a little bit. So, I mean, there's been times I stood on the top floor of like the, the Google office and I just look around and I'm like, this was like eight-year-old Zach's dream. Mm. Like this was like, if you'd have told me when I was at school studying business, studying graphics, in three years time, you'll be working at Google. I would have been like, oh my God, like that would have been the dream. I've got photos of me, like standing outside Google offices like when I was younger mm. or when I was applying for the process with my little cousin, I've got a photo of us like outside the Google office. Mm. Like it's always been something like to work for a tech company and, and see like that was always a dream. So to be like, you do have to sit back and reflect. And I think where you got to, even my agency, like to think I'm 20 years old. Yeah, it's mad. I'm working with some brilliant clients. Like you got the day-to-day -day running and you've got to get on with it. And there's a lot of graft, but you do need to stand back and think, actually one minute, I've actually, this is where I've got to. And I think if you, there's no point doing this unless you do have those points of reflection. It's hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's got to be on a beach in the sun. Yeah, but when needed. you're not in front of your laptop. Needed. But you can do it. And I think I am a bit of a workaholic. I'm working on the evenings, weekends. I put an annual leave for work. I'm still sitting there on my emails. I can't help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because I'm so passionate about what I do and what I love. Mm. And it is like there's a work element to it but there's also a big passion element to it that's mm. actually really what i enjoy me sitting on the beach on my emails on my phone bringing a new client that is like such a win yeah, yeah, yeah. like to me i'd love like that that doesn't bother me mm. but there is like my girlfriend is like a zag that's just yeah. yeah like phone down yeah we're having dinner like like well talk, talk to me a bit more about that then so because you are a workaholic how how does she find living do you live with her or she no kind, she comes kind of <laughs> bit of both but yeah. she's always over and like there's been times where it's like okay we're having dinner let's like yeah. it's really hard to manage that yeah but at the same time you just got to value like the time we spend together and the yeah. fact that during the week i've got to work it's a craft and there's times yeah. i have to work in the evenings but when we do spend time together it's worth it yeah and i'm sure she appreciates that if you have to go on your phone or your laptop she gets it because yeah. she knows what this is like point one of relationship it was like just letting you know like yeah, 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 anything yeah. like t's and c's t's and c's love that pretty much t's and c's of this relationship but no she's really supportive and i think yeah. a big champion to what i do it'll be why she likes you so much <laughs> if you weren't like this you might not be with her because i don't know <laughs> might be true though, she's like. sitting over there laughing <laughs> are you girlfriend 
I didn't know you were girlfriend. I thought you said friend. No, girlfriend. Sorry, Sophie. Hey, I'm girlfriend. But yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything is good. Yeah. <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed. Cool. All right, Mr. Workaholic. Anyway, so your agency, I'm fascinated because, you know, you're doing full-time job and the agency. What What is next for the agency? How are you going to grow it? Where, where's it going? There's big things coming, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, not too much I can reveal, but I think I want to scale it. It's something where I do see my future. Like I really, to me, that's my future is the agency. It's how can I really, as I said before, like absorbing and really just applying. Um, At the moment, I'd love to be able to get some big clients, um, even bigger clients than we already have. We're working with some brilliant econ brands, some different amazing influencers that have set up brands, Mm. but it's, it's now how can we scale even further to be actually that, as I say, that 360 agency of maybe bringing like user generated content. Mm. Um, so how do we work with influencers creating content and actually pushing that out with paid ad spend behind it? So thinking about a different angle, um, thinking about how can brands, because a big thing for brands is authenticity, Yeah, is how can we push out content that's authentic, that doesn't feel like an ad being shoved down our throats. <clears throat> that is the worst when I look when I go on TikTok or whatever I'm like oh this is so addy it's like, like no that's not how to ads work and yeah. our generation specifically get that mm. like they don't want ads shoved down their throat but it's the subtle advertising yeah. it's how can we get influencers wearing clothes buying products showing up to pop up events things being mm. exclusive it's how do you then push that out yeah. using the right content and that and shooting the right content that isn't like that just addy content. And I think that's where we're going. And that's yeah. where I think my agency is going to be going is that user generated content, working with talent influencers yeah. um, and working with those brands and partnering influencers and brands together Yeah, because we work with brands and yeah. we work with influencers. And it's how do you put that together mm. to have that 360 agency of creating the content, but also that content kind of advertising spend behind it. Yeah, yeah. Your influencer may have a certain reach, but if you put a bit of advertising spend behind it, just imagine the reach that you could get. Imagine also the reach that the influencer could get. Does the influencer have to pay for that themselves? In what sense? The advertising so, spend. Yeah. So what would happen, it would be the brand that yeah. would be hiring the influencer and then uh, and then actually putting advertising spend behind it to push it. their product even further. Got it. Which also is brilliant for the influencer because mm. then their, their content's going to get a further reach, their engagement, especially depending on if it's like a paid collaboration, yeah. they'll also get that exposure as well to it. That's good, that so is. it's how can you bring brands also uplift influencers as well? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So is it any size company? Is it small, medium, large? Small, medium, large. I think every business has the opportunity to tap into influencers, talent and paid social. Yeah. Um, from a big corporate um, that's pushing a product yeah. to a small to medium business that's trying to drive, I don't know, awareness for their brand, yeah. conversions. Yeah. There's, there's a wide variety, but social is key because of creativity and yeah. social. There's a difference between Google ads and social ads because Google ads is very much keyword focused mm. when people are good on search searching specifically. Yeah. So you've got to put advertising behind those keywords. Whereas social is all about the creative, but yeah. also the audience you're targeting. Mm. So when you're talking about like social ads, it's how do we have creative that's going to draw people in, that's going to want to click and convert, but also are we getting that right creative that's optimized for the audience? That's why Isaac creative is a brilliant, structure because we're thinking about the audience when we're creating the content to make sure that that content is ready and optimized for the brand itself mm. like it yeah so as a in the least addy way possible Go on. what would your what would your pitch be to a business listening to this thinking i might so need to hello <laughs> hi i'm zach hi i'm zach you may know me from uh yeah go on but seriously no though, seriously what- my pitch is you're gonna go and work with a creative agency mm. to design your creative you're gonna go and work with an ad agency to create your ads 
but very rarely you're going to have an agency both agencies are going to talk going to be able to communicate unless you've got like an in-house team of creatives it, it's it's going to be difficult so it's how can we also come on board with you from the full 360 yeah. you have to work with one agency one account manager and we can work with you from beginning to end of your your campaign mm. so from developing that creative working hiring your talent working developing your creative mm. to then actually thinking about your audience that you're looking to target we can then iterate that process from kind of making sure that we're targeting the right audiences putting the ad spend behind the right the right campaigns a b testing different creatives mm. they're making sure that one creator is working better than the other and then from there it's then pushing that out through paid ads or if that's tiktok snapchat thinking about which which platform works best mm. we can do that end to end and make sure and optimizing i think optimization optimization is key mm. when working on this and by working with two separate agencies is not always going to be best yeah. so depending on your business it's why not work with an agency that could do it from beginning to end that knows your strategy you're working with the same account manager and and we can make it happen and mm. give us a shot because i'm telling you now like it's going to be the next big thing is user-generated content. It yeah. is now. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's how can brands tap into user-generated content, but also pushing even further yeah. through ad spend. So guys, if you have a brand <laughs> and you need help, Isaac is uh, is the place to go. Um, but yeah, seriously, I mean, I believe it. Even just listening to you now, I'm like, yeah, I, I would. <laughs> like, <laughs> so sold, well done. Um, yeah, anything else you want to plug, talk about? I'll put all your socials website in the description so everyone can check Brilliant. you out. But is, if there's anything else you want to mention. Anything else I want to mention. I think I think the big thing I think from coming on here is talking about the fact that you can be any age and you can go ahead and, and, and start either your own business, yeah. work in a corporate. There's so many things you can do. So don't let anyone tell you no. I mean, we've all had those people, there's that teacher that went, oh, well, I yeah. think you're going to do it. Yeah. Just don't listen to anyone there's been times that even throughout my corporate career, there's been times people have said, no, you're not going to be able to do that because of your age, because of your experience, or I think it's a bit early. Why don't you try? just go for it? Yeah. What's the worst thing you do? You fail, you learn from your mistakes yeah, yeah. and then you move forward. Yeah. This obviously don't get me wrong. We're talking about my, the fact I went through an apprenticeship. I'm now in a, in a full-time role, but there's, believe me, there's been things in, along the way that have, that have been difficult. that yeah. have been hard. There's been challenges and it takes time to overcome, but you learn from them. So it's yeah. just embracing the learnings and making sure that you can, yeah, just don't don't let anyone tell you no and just go for it. Yeah. Well, what I will say is you 100% will be uh, inspirational to a lot of people. Your, your story and your journey is somewhat unique. Not a lot of people will have done what you've done or, or have, you know, even like a side business. So it's... Um, it's it's really it's really it's incredible it really is and i mean i mean that um I, I don't speak to many people that can say that they've started a business so young and it's been successful and that you've been able to get a job in a place like google so um hats off to you well done um Thank you. it's been a pleasure to chat it really has I, I think i've learned quite a lot um i for me it's it's your mindset and how passionate you are about getting better yourself but also like you know going through the ranks growing your business scaling your business like you said so i have no doubt that you're going to be successful if you want to stay at google for the next 60 years you'll be ceo if you if you end up leaving in, in five years isaac will be one of the biggest agencies right it's just going to happen well that's the that's the plan it is that's the happen. plan i'm going to clip this five years we're going to look we're back gonna... <laughs> and i'm going to be like i told you um but yeah thank you so much um 
like wherever you are watching this guys it's been a pleasure thank you so much Zach and thank you honestly absolute pleasure to be on here um, and yeah hopefully we get some people like dropping comments and feel free to DM me yeah any questions like I'm really up for helping people that really want to help themselves yeah. and yeah if you've got any questions around apprenticeships around just career advice like yeah. I'm more than happy you can message me on LinkedIn happy awesome. to answer any any answer any questions yeah. and yeah it's been an absolute pleasure Amazing. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Well done. Legend. Smashed it.